Shoot, let's rock it. We don't have a secret We handshake. don't. I don't know what you're fucking doing. Oh, my God. Okay. Woohoo. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome. Here we are. Brand new. to turn 32. I have a big corporate job, I guess, if we can put it that way. Um, I am the driver in this scenario. You're driving. I don't drive. Yeah, between you the two of us. I can't drive. I, I'm the driver, so I'm the one that's taking us on this adventure, but Morgan is, number one, an excellent DJ, and number two, an excellent partner. I'm just excellent in general. It's very true. Just excellent. Um, and yeah, I'm also non-binary. I use they, them pronouns just to get that out of the way. Uh, just so there's no guesswork involved. So who are you? I'm Morgan. Uh, I'm significantly younger than you. Not too young though. Uh, that was weird. A little bit. I don't know why you're winking at me, but I don't, I don't either. Um, yeah, and that's... I, I don't drive. I'm the one riding on your passenger seat as we, uh, as we journey through Washington, Pacific Northwest. That general area, yeah. Yeah, and we're gonna take you to some cool places. We've got a lot of... Maybe not today. I think we're just driving around today. Yeah, this one in particular, with it being our first episode, we just got so excited we don't have a direction. Yeah, we don't we have normally a, don't. <laughs> we normally don't. Sometimes no. it's just like, oh, I don't know, maybe we'll go here, maybe we'll go see this. Uh, but for right now, we're just kind of aimlessly driving. There are going to be episodes where we have a destination, but for the most part, a lot of it's just Look, aimless. Baby. It just does. Ken and I drive around forever, probably at least once a week. At least. And we've been, we've been doing it for years now and we've always talked about starting a podcast um because we've had some really memorable moments out here man how many like how many creepy things have we seen so many out on these roads so many and we've gone to some pretty cool places and uh yeah so we were uh we were talking i'll take over i got this you got it i got it um, so, about a week ago was when this finally came to a head. Yeah. Um, so, we were talking, and Morgan decided that she was going to tell me about a dream. Yeah, so, uh, last week, I had a dream where I worked at a museum, and it was a museum with a university, and a lot of research was, been, uh, was being done behind the scenes, 
and I just got this job and I wasn't really supposed to be where I was, but I ended up finding this file and in it there was plans for um, a museum exhibit and it was titled 2020, The Last Year of Mankind. And I read deeper into this and all these researchers that had been doing all this stuff with this museum and this university had concluded that something really big is going to happen exactly eight months from now. That's going to mean, like, the end of mankind as we know it was the phrase that was used. And so they were building this exhibit um, to kind of preserve it for future explorers or whatever to just have a record of what 2020 was like because it's the last, it's, the, it's our last year, which blew my tits clean off. Um, and I woke up, and I, it's, you know, it's hard for me to wake up from my dreams, like, oh, yeah. they stay around for a little while, but that one just stuck a little extra hard, so we went out driving, and I told you about this, and we were like, what if the world really does end in eight months, so, like, what would we want to go out and do differently, knowing that that was the last little chunk of time we had left? And so the first thing that obviously came to both of our minds after talking about it for a year and a half... Start a podcast! Start a podcast! podcast. Alright. <laughs> 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 so here we are. Yeah. Um, so when you told me about this dream, it it really fucked me up. Like, it, truly. It fucked me up, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, obviously. Um, so it really fucked me up, and I was thinking about that whole thing. Like, what would, we, what would you do if the world ended in eight months and you know we talked about it a little bit while we were driving around like as much as we might want to like quit our jobs and do this full-time automatically like from the get-go like that's just not a realistic possibility so we were trying to think of things in an almost realistic term for the first time in my life i know realistic first time in my life so like what we can do in and outside of work since we both work uh more or less full-time jobs um so I started thinking about prophetic dreams, and I started thinking about, like, the kind of dreams that I have that are kind of in that same vein, and I ended up looking up a couple of different podcasts that I found on Spotify just by, oh, look at that, it's raining, raining in June, um, because all I did was just search prophetic dreams, um, and I got a couple of good things, um, there was a lot of insight that I got onto, like, prophetic dreams and consciousness. There were a lot of religious podcasts that I stumbled upon. Um, which, I mean, when you think about the word prophet, that's kind of what you think of when you're talking about prophetic dreams and whatever. But through all of this that I was kind of, like, poking around at and learning, I found that, like, there's two kinds, like, two major kinds where there's the one that you had where it's like a story. Yeah, it's raining real hard. Oh my god. You weren't gonna be able to hear this all over. Yeah, we're gonna have to wait a minute. Um so there's like the two kinds of dreams. There's one that's uh like yours, that's like a story that might have a prophecy hidden within it or you know, something like that where it's kind of delivering a message through the story. Um, I've never had a dream like that, though. The kind of, like, prophetic dreams I have are almost, like, deja vu. Yeah. And so, 
Um, one really recent example that I had was, wow, that little kid was feeling the rain. All right. Um, last week I was sitting on my bed in my apartment, my, my new-ish apartment. I moved in in March, um, which was amazing. And Morgan and our other mutual friend, Eli, came to help us, help me. You're and welcome. You're you have no idea how much I love you for it. <laughs> Especially going through all my clothes. Job. I know. Get rid of all that stuff. I know. It felt so good. Anyway, so I was sitting um, I was sitting in my bed last week, and I was just dicking around on my phone. Like, I had my phone in my hand, and I was just sitting up in bed watching TV on my computer. And, uh... I'll go this way. And, uh... Like, I felt... I felt this snap, like something, something that I remembered from a dream, like snapped back into my reality and it kind of just like hooked back up together. And this isn't the first time it's happened. And it kind of like the, the best way to describe it is deja vu. Like I've seen it before, like this has happened to me before, but it wasn't when I was conscious. It was when I like after waking up obviously from a dream and it's just those ones that kind of stick with me. And, like, it's happened before. Like, I told you about the one that happened at work when I was, like, walking around and, like, I went to go touch something on a shelf and I did that and I just was, like, I saw the same clothes I was wearing. I saw the same, like, product. I saw it was just, like, when I was looking at my phone. And it was really weird to, like, and it's a really weird disconnect to feel, like, that reality snap back into you. Um, I've because, definitely been there. Because you're putting two chunks of your consciousness back together yeah like subconsciously and it's it's super crazy and it happens to me a lot like more than I actually end up telling people or care to admit because a part of me likes to just be like oh no like this didn't really happen I'm just gonna like brush this off not a big deal no big deal like I'm just I'm just imagining things but no it's it's very obviously real and we were talking about this and I was saying, I think a lot more people than people talk about experience stuff like that. Like, I think if we really got down to it and, like, looked back through all of human history and, you know, talked to people about, oh, this is the road where we found the bones. This is the road where we found the bones. Yeah. Guess we're going to go drive Which, where we found yeah. the bones. Yeah, it's a good place to be. Oh, there's a cemetery right up there. Yep. We should check that out sometime. We found... We had a very scary night once where we found a full, like, horse skeleton... Yeah. ...on the side of the road, and it scared the shit out of us to the point where... Nor normally I would stop because I collect bones, and that's cool as fuck, but it was the middle of the night, and we were very spooked. Very and highly we just spooked. turned around and, like, went screaming back down the road, and we didn't find the bones again for, like, a whole year. Year. <laughs> Um, but I think to a certain extent, we all have that ability. I think in a lot of people like you, it's maybe a little more unstuck, but yeah. I, I think humans and our dreams have a bigger connection to like time other than just linear time. Well, we really give them credit. You and I talk a lot about, like, the wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey and how, like, you know, reality isn't real and, 
you know, I mean, we talk about that a lot, which we're obviously going to talk about a lot on this podcast, oh our God, questioning started reality. Getting, like, started on, like, alternate dimensions. Well, and yeah, but I mean, the whole dream that you have that started this podcast, while we're really hoping that it doesn't actually come to fruition, it's, it's that same whole thing where, you know, is reality real? Like, is what we're experiencing actually what's real? Dude, maybe in an alternate universe... Even if the world doesn't end in eight months for us, somewhere else it does. Yeah, like maybe you were seeing, maybe you were seeing an alternate version of yourself while you were I'm sleeping. That version, we also start a podcast. I know, right? Yeah. I hope we're friends in that version. Obviously, we are. Obviously, we are. We're friends in all versions. Except I for like so. the evil timeline where we both have mustaches <laughs> and we're like evil twins and we'd be like trying to kill each other and stuff. Where you didn't kick me out of the house. <laughs> Where I didn't kick you out of my house and instead we got married and lived in the bush house and hated each other. Exactly. We lived in a very haunted house together that we'll talk about someday. Yes. There's enough, there's enough material in there for a full hour. Yeah. Of haunted houses. Um, but you know, Panda, I gotta tell you. Yeah. I gotta pee on the side of the road. I know. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm trying to make sure that okay. we're not in somebody's driveway. Um... It's gonna be where our commercial breaks are gonna go. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just, just think, Panda. Every single time I pee, <laughs> every time we can make a little bit of money. I know. That's my dream. And I've just always wait. wanted to make money peeing. Do you know how cool it's gonna be? Like when both of us pee. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cha ching. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find like a little sound effect to put right there. A little. Cha ching. A little catch sound. Alright. Um but yeah, there's there's another couple of questions I wanna ask you after we take our little bathroom break, which I feel like we're coming, coming up, up on a spot. It's coming up. We're coming up on a spot right now, Here so we will see you guys later. We will be back shortly. Enjoy the ads, have fun. Okay. We All peed. Right. We peed. We peed. We did it. Okay. So we were talking about prophetic dreams. And deja vu. Yeah. So sorry, I got distracted by a really pretty horse. I know I saw it too. Um, so this whole thing about deja vu got me thinking a lot too about like collective consciousness and how you kind of experience a collective consciousness, and like we could totally extend that into multiple universes and dimensions and stuff like that, like. It's a thing. Do you mean deja vu could in some way be connected? The phenomenon of deja vu could be connected to something to do with the collective consciousness? Yeah, or in in the sense that, like... I think the phenomenon of dreams definitely, yeah. definitely does. But also, also that deja vu kind of a feeling, because, like, you know how we talk about how time isn't necessarily linear and all of that, like no. we just talked about? Absolutely. So, like, what if you're just experiencing part of the timeline that you have? Like, that's basically what deja vu is, but I think it's important to be tapped into the collective consciousness when you're thinking about stuff like that. And so, like, the collective consciousness of dreaming, how multiple people can have the same dream. Dude, that's some crazy shit. Isn't I can it? I about some of that shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, 
but it, it got me thinking about also how to tap into the collective consciousness. And like you were just saying, how, how a lot of people experience it, but may not talk about it. Yeah. Um, I think that that's the same thing with deja vu and the collective consciousness. Oh yeah. And sometimes I wonder, especially like with all of my years as a party animal, like (laughs) that maybe, maybe my history with hallucinogens has something to do with the fact that like now as I get older, these deja vu-y prophetic, like I've totally been in this situation before kind of dreams are becoming like sharper and clearer and a lot more frequent. Yeah. And so like, it kind of makes me wonder like maybe, maybe doing hallucinogens like help sharpen that skill. I don't know if it's a skill, but <laughs> like, it doesn't really tell me anything. Important. I don't know that it's a skill, <laughs> but you know, like the one from my apartment, right. but like the yeah. one from my apartment, it was me thinking of a better place to live. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, acid and mushroom flashbacks are a very real thing. I very much so. I've I've had so much less experience with that kind of stuff than you have. But, you know, I'll still I'll even get dreams that are like a mushroom or acid flashback. And that's crazy. Yeah. But I think I think the thing about deja vu is that and like yes, they have there have been scientific studies into it into that phenomena and it's pretty widely accepted that, like, yes, deja vu is probably just your brain taking a little while longer to catch up to your senses, and so it feels like a new thing, even though your body already processed it, but it's also just the same thing that just happened. Yeah. But I think anyone, even even everyone who knows that or believes that, like, everyone gets those weird moments where they're like, no, I am absolutely sure that I have experienced this before, even though there's no way that that's physically possible. And see, like, that's the thing that gets me, too, about it, is, like, it's always an experience. It's never, it's never just something simple, because, like, that's what mine are. They're, it's little simple actions, but it's the experience of that, like... The smell of the room and the physical, the feelings that you get. Yeah. I mean, oh my god. Like, my window open, and my window was open, and I was slightly cold, and it was just before dawn, because I had gotten off work, and, you know, like, it was, it was just, like, everything. It just, like, it felt like clicking into a row. Yeah. Well, there were, there were a million times when we were living together in that haunted house. In the haunted house. Haunted house. Um, and I feel like I've definitely told you this before. But, and I experimented a lot with lucid dreaming when I was a teenager. Yeah. And, uh, probably, probably too much, um, because it, it does affect the way I dream now. But, uh, there are tells you use of lucid dreaming, um, that you can train your, your brain to repeat to yourself or train yourself to do and turn it into muscle memory so you can check and see if you're dreaming or not. Um, because then as you're, as you're dreaming, the awareness that you're dreaming is kind of what triggers lucid dreaming and unlocks that ability to kind of mess around because you're conscious that you're dreaming but something that happened in that house all the time specifically when I was in the downstairs bathroom looking in the mirror I would have this moment like at least once a month where I'd look in the mirror and you know I have auditory hallucinations sometimes and I would hear this is a dream and it freaks me out all the time because like I was awake 
I was vibing, it was not a dream, but every single moment like that, and it happens like, it happened maybe seven or eight times in that house, and every single time felt exactly the same, and I would kind of shift into that one moment in time, yeah. and it would be super, super weird for a second, and then I'd walk out, and like things would be different, and it would be the same day that I was having before. But it was always just super, super trippy because it always felt like one moment, the same thing happened. Like, regardless of what I was wearing, I'd look myself in the eyes and I would shift into that moment again. And that was always really weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know, time's not real. I mean, that's something that we talk about a lot just because. <laughs> Literally all the time. I know. I mean, it's just, it. Because, like, it wouldn't, it doesn't make sense. It never, like, and that's where this collective consciousness and the whole deja vu and prophetic dreams, I think it is sort of rooted in the fact that like what I believe honestly is that subconsciously we can totally travel through fucking time. Like, yeah, brother. Like that's what the dream is all about. And that's what deja vu really is, is your subconscious actually being able to travel and traverse this linear timeline that we've been taught. Well, you're not as, you're not as stuck to your physical body and the physical limitations of our body. And that's why we perceive time as linear in the first place is because of our physical bodies. And I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but like way back in like the acid days and the days that I used to party, like when I partied with this one, like one of my exes in particular, oh, like we're almost, we're like almost we're the the Um, we're almost there. Oh yeah, we're not there yet. And, uh, so one of my exes and I, like we, we tripped together for the first time and like, I shit you not, dude. I saw him and I dancing through time. Like, period costumes and shit and everything. Like, different hairstyles. Different, but it was just oh the God. two of us dancing through time. Like, I I strongly believe I've in this concept. Had, I've never had drugs that good. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. Sorry. It's, <laughs> wow. Sometimes you get lucky. But, like, I don't yeah. do that shit anymore. I'm a grown-ass adult now. Bone zone. This is the bone zone. Hi, bones. They're still there from the last time where we yeah. stuck up. Um. God, that was such a fine. It was. Not as cool as the skulls, but. No. But, yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I, I don't think that I've ever talked to you about this before. No, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm so I really, I really wanted to just chuck this at you because <laughs> you were asking me about topics and I was just like, I'm going to blow Morgan's fucking brain yeah. open. Ooh, my tits clean off. But like, honestly, like, that's how I feel about deja vu is it yeah. literally is the subconscious ability to like travel through time. And yes, I'm crazy. And yes, I'm totally a conspiracy <laughs> theorist. Don't even come at me. I will read your hate mail to everybody else. Send us hate mail. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, send us hate mail. Alright, so. Love that. That's valid. Yeah. Um. Those deep thoughts. Hella deep thoughts. So. If we are tapped into this massive collective consciousness. Yeah. If we have the ability to be in and experience moments before us or past us in time. Yep. And if humans actually have the capability to catch glimpses of those futures. Yep. World's ending in eight months. Okay. How does it end? 
You know, dude, I'm. We're, we'll probably talk about this a lot. We're gonna talk about this a lot. This is gonna this take lot. up. This is this about is, to take up a huge chunk of time. This is our road trip to the end of the world. It, so. it is. So okay. So as much as I want to like, as much as I want to be like, oh, like nuclear war, blah 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 blah. I really don't think it's gonna be something that serious. I truly don't. And like you've asked me this question before, so I've had a lot of time we to talk think about, about this all the time. It's either nine eleven or the apocalypse. Yeah, it's true. So uh, <laughs> I'm such a joy <laughs> at parties. <laughs> I'm so much fun. We both are. <laughs> You know, me talking about serial killers so and you, you talking about 9-11. <laughs> We're not talking about 9-11 right now, Morgan. No. I'm sorry. No. Okay. It's chill. That's fine. So, how the world's going to end. I don't think that... I don't think it's going to be, like, a fiery end. I don't think that, like... A, I don't think that humans in and of themselves are going to go extinct. Um, I think that it's gonna be like at least in the way of your dream like if we're the end being, of mankind as we know it the end of mankind as we know it honestly my i'm hedging my bets with the end of capitalism god i hope so i really truly am so. please um eat the rich for real um i don't want to get like overtly political but yeah eat the rich but like if if Capitalism, for some reason, doesn't fail. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ. Who would even want to live in that? I, I think, I honestly think the end of mankind as we know it is going to finally signify, because I'm an optimist, it's going to finally signify, like, this global click back into actual humanity. So you think it's going to be a positive change? I do. Interesting. Because, I mean, like... I love that for you. I know. I mean, I just... I want to... I, I have to be an optimist. I can't... I can't help it. But, like, I honestly think that because with everything radical that's going on right now, like, also don't want to get into that, like, too super deeply right now because we could talk about that for even longer. Um, it's all really important. It's a really important change. It is a very important change. And so that's honestly what I think is it's going to be... It's finally going to be what you know, everybody's been fighting think for. think the revolution is now? I think the revolution's happening. I think All that right. I think that this is the revolution. Shit, I'm down. I think that that's I'm what it down. means. I hope it is. And, like, should capitalism fall? Like, yes. you know, it's like, yeah, yeah like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, let's do it. Let's make it happen, you guys. Get out there. Um, but yeah, so, like, as much as it's it, it could end in fire and brimstone. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily believe that. I'm going to cough and I'm really, really sorry. Hit it. <coughs> oh, I feel so much better. Thank yeah. you. I'm so sorry. Okay. That was a very passionate, like 10 minute rant. I just did all together. Yeah. That's a, you have a beautiful vision for the future. I know you do. It's optimistic. It is. It is that I want it. You know, I love an optimist. I know you do. I'm I'm very trusting personally, but I feel like when it comes to stuff like this, I'm I'm just doom and gloom. But uh, can I have a little sip of your Red Bull? Yeah, a little sippy sip. Share our germs. Sorry, right. the only people we've really hung out with is each other. I've literally never left my house, ever in my life, and I don't get within six feet of anybody, <laughs> except for. My worst nightmare, except for somebody, but that's not here nor there. Um, so how do you? Okay, oh, 
god. I'm gonna pose the same question to you. Okay. Do you see the rainbow? I do. Cute. Oh my god. Wow. Okay, so Miss Miss Doom and Gloom. Well, the okay. world the world's ending in eight months. How's it gonna end? Here it is. It's God God knows that everything right now is changing really fast. And, oh yeah. Um it's chaotic to be a human. Very much so. Um, but I think in all of this, we have maybe forgotten, because it's uh, maybe not at the forefront, that most of all, it's chaotic to be a human on Earth. And we have been seeing massive amounts of natural disasters in the last couple of years alone, at like massive scales. And honestly, as, as fun as it is, to talk about nuclear war or some like aliens invading which god knows like please yeah come on please invade us come no, come like, at this it this isn't even a question anymore but like i will literally trans i will please, do my address in morse code guys please, like just we'll, give me a sign we'll talk about that god i have a lot to say about aliens i know you do <laughs> we both do we both do Ooh, ooh. Yeah. I just had a little science moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We'll reel that. Oh, we'll reel, reel it back. Reel it back. In. Reel it back. Fold it back in the omelet, oh Morgan. Fold it back in the omelet. Sometimes, Panda, you just have to take your fears and fold them into your little omelet of truth. It's true. <laughs> tuck them right in there. Like some little mushrooms. Just tuck them in there. Tuck them in there. Put some chives on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, so, natural so, disasters. natural disaster, like, we've had crazy fucking amounts of wildfires, crazy earthquakes are happening, and an earthquake tore up Anchorage, Alaska, just a couple of years ago, Yeah. and if it had been any other city other than, like, Anchorage and probably L.A., would have just been completely flattened. Yeah. Um, and, just, oh my god, there are... There are so many ways and so many more ways to come with global climate change and everything like that happening that a massive natural disaster on such a huge scale that it changes our infrastructure or our headspace um, or our entire physiology as a species Interesting. is not out of the realm of possibility at all. I don't think. I? A massively destructive hurricane, you know? Or yeah. Just Or Yellowstone. Yellowstone, yeah, we can talk about super volcanoes. We can talk about tsunamis. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, major cities being flooded all over the world. Like, there's a lot we could talk about. Um, and, uh, shit like... I believe it's called stem rust. It's a fungus that happens to uh, crops of grain. It is spreading super duper duper fast um, in on other continents. And uh, if that happened, it could cripple um, food production worldwide on a scale that we can't we can't be prepared for. Oh my god! In any way, shape, or form. And so, yeah, I think it's it's a natural disaster. Do I know which one it might be? No. My... I love drama. 
Yeah, you do. I'm. I love the dramatic. You are a drama. So hound. if I had, if I got my way, it would be. It would obviously be super volcanoes. Oh yeah, obviously that's the fun one. But yeah, so I'd go with natural disaster. As much as I want it to be a revolution, I think. I think we've kind of forgotten that at the end of the day, no matter how many big fucking cities we build, and no matter how many governments we manage to institute, like, we are at the mercy of Mother Earth. I mean, yeah, there, there is a lot of truth to that, and it's coming, baby. And, like, I think, I think the reason I don't think about those things is because it gives me a lot of anxiety. <laughs> so I have to... It's okay. I still love you, and, you know, that, like, that's half of what this is about. We're going up a mountain right now. Yeah, we are. That's cool. I don't know that we've gotten this far before. I don't think so. But I guess we'll find out. Um, like, I mean, yeah, that's always in the back of my mind, but it's... Like, if I don't think about the positive change that could happen with it, like, yeah, sure half the world gets flooded, like, everything gets a lot more crowded, lots of bad stuff happen, but I don't want to think about that. I just can't. Like, it hurts. I feel that. It's, it's a lot easier to imagine positive. Well, not necessarily. I think, I think another way to look at it would be that it would, it would be easier to imagine a apocalypse scenario, nuclear war, a natural disaster, than to imagine the actual work it would take Yeah, for a revolution, like you were talking about. The amount of work and dedication and, like, actual physical labor and spiritual labor, really, that would go into changing mankind. Yeah. As we know it. And I mean, but I think... on a primal level, on an anxiety level, the I'm gonna die feelings when you get when you think about natural disasters. It's like, like not I great. Feel that. I hear it's that. not great. I, I'm smelling what you're stepping in. Yeah. So I mean, it, and I mean, it could be, it could literally be anything. It could not even happen at all. Yeah. I mean, it was literally a dream I had. I know. Last Friday. So it's not the end all be all, but shit. We gotta act like the world's ending in eight months if we're gonna go and do all these fun things. I know, right? We got a beautiful view. I know. There are so many places that we're gonna go. We're gonna crank it up this year. We're gonna... I really wanna go to a sunny ranch. I know you do. Which is at the foot of Mount Adams, and it is a UFO hotspot in eastern Washington. And my little alien-obsessed heart wants nothing more go down to the city ranch and bring it to y'all live from the foot of Mount Adams. I mean, I really, I, we could go for my birthday. We could. Well, let's go where you want to go for your birthday. You think long and hard about where that is, and I will make it happen. We'll pop bottles of champagne. And hopefully, we'll be releasing this episode sometime around then. Yeah. Yeah. It'll Happy be. birthday, Panda. Yeah, it'll be Happy my, birthday. Uh, it'll be my second birthday present that isn't an actual physical present. Oh, should I get you one of those? I, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have a great idea already. Oh my gosh. So. Yeah, no, because, you know, I'm also moving moving around at work. Yeah, you're moving up at work. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm excited. I'm excited about what's going to happen with this podcast. I'm excited about what's going to happen with the end of the world. Um... <laughs> 
We should still have sign. Do you have... Panda? What? We should still have sign. I don't want to steal the sign. Okay, well, can we pee soon? Yes. Okay. If, uh, if you guys, the listeners, if hey. there are any of you, what's yeah. up? Um, if you guys listening at all, <laughs> if you guys have any like end of the world theories, or if you've had some crazy deja vu dreams, or, or if any you've dream had at all, I want to hear literally anything you've got thrown at me. Any dream Dumbest at all, dream ever. We're gonna we're gonna definitely take a pee break and or an ad break or whatever, and uh, after we come back, we're gonna talk about dumb dreams. Oh god, okay. We're gonna talk about dumb dreams. All right. And uh then then I think it's gonna be all up to you, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll get into some histories. Yeah, um, histories, mysteries. But again, email us. Oh yeah, totally forgot about that. Email us at dumb and restless podcast at gmail.com. Also follow us on Instagram, but we can yes. get to that we can get to that part later. We've we've still got more to fucking talk about, baby. We totally do. Just right. one last thing. All right. We'll be back. All right. We peed again. I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the cash sound there every single time. Ching. You should just put that over. Watch us never ever get ever any advertisers ever. We're never if we say never ever ever never. If we keep saying we pee, probably I'll just start paying myself every time I pee. I'm gonna put like a dollar in my savings account. Oh my god. That's how I'm gonna do. (laughs) So panda. Yes. What is the dumbest dream you've ever had. I'm not talking about like anything prophetic or meaningful at all. I want to hear the stupidest fucking dream you've ever had. Okay, so I I don't dream a lot. Um, and you know this. I don't come running to you with a lot of dreams. Usually the dreams that I come running to you with are like prophetic, traumatic, or you know, something kind of in between. They're never usually like super funny unless they're kind of dumb. But like even then it's just like, oh, I ran into this person in my dream. Um, but I guess I would say that, uh, so like I'm a, uh, innocent, like nice, tender, baby. tender, soft child. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I, I have a lot of rage and a lot of that rage comes out in my dreams so I try to fight in my dreams, but <laughs> little baby panda, you can't fight in your punches. Can't fight in your dreams no. because it feels like you're like buried in quicksand. You're moving through like molasses. Exactly, and so like a lot of my dreams are like a lot of my dumb dreams are like that, where like I'm I'm getting bullied in like my elementary school park like oh, playground parking lot. parking lot, whatever middle school parking lot. If parking we really want to go there. Down. Um, middle school parking lot. Let's just go there. Dude, I bet you were a little badass in middle school. Fighting kid. A little emo kid. Um, but yeah. I saw a girl rip out another girl's scalp. Oh, God. In sixth grade on the playground. God. Yeah. Ripped it. I mean, just part of it. Obviously not the whole scalp, but they were fighting over a boy. Fucking 12 years old. Rachel rips part of Cheyenne's scalp off. It was insanity. That's total insanity. Like, oh my god. fights are, they hit different, man. Kids are mean. Dude, seriously, it's all that, like, puberty strength. Puberty rage. Yeah, it's just, ugh, like, oh my god. 
Anyway, so, yeah, a, a lot of my dreams are just me trying to, like, fight. And, like, the craziest part kid dreams. is, and it's not always a little kid. Sometimes it's me as an adult, like, fighting somebody I'm mad at in my dreams, like, beating them up a little bit. Did you ever fight me in your dreams? No. Really? No. Let's have a dream fight. Let's, like, get together. <laughs> Let's try and make it happen. Like, open our third eyes or whatever and try and fight each other in our dreams and see who wins. Vision boarding night? Oh, yeah. Vision boarding. We'll fall asleep together. It'll yeah. be super nice, like totally fun sleepover, and then bam, fight, fight club. Each other. Fight club. If slow mo flight would fight like club. to place a bet on which one of us would win in our dream fight club, please email us <laughs> <laughs> at dumbandrestlesspodcast at gmail.com. That is dumb and restless podcast at gmail.com. All one word. I'm saying that super confidently, and I really hope it is our email. I'm pretty sure it is, because that's what I have it signed in as here, so... Oh, good. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, like, (laughs) the hardest part about these dreams, though, and the reason why they're so dumb is, like, everybody else in my dream is moving at a regular speed, but I'm in, like, slow-motion molasses, and, like, you know, like, I can't move as fast, and, like, all of my punches are, like, really soft, and, like, I can't kick... And, like, usually they end in me just, like, crumpling into, like, a pile of, like, flesh. Like, you know, in those cartoons when they, like, rip out the skeleton and they just, like, collapse into a pile of noodles. Like that. Like, my whole body just, like, deflates. Jesus took the wheel. Oh, my God. Like, those old pot commercials. (laughs) Your dog is disappointed in you for smoking weed. The ones where the people are all deflated (laughs) in the chairs. Oh, my God. That is what it feels like it is. It's true. That's that's that's, that's the what couch edibles are for me. Oh, that and like anxiety of the sea. <laughs> yeah. See, I can't, I, I can't. You are an edibles freak, but I miss the hundred milligram edibles that they used to make that you could get at the dispensaries. Jesus, I can't handle ten. Oh fuck. Space. Is that how you get your prophetic deja vu <laughs> dreams? <laughs> Just eat a fucking edible. Then I, bro, bro, I've been here before, bro. <laughs> Whoa, bro. Oh my god, bro. Bro. Bro, what if we, like, what if we live, like, a thousand lives, bro, and, like, bro, bro like, one second, bro. One whole fucking oh second, god, bro. bro. Oh my god, like, we've totally been here before. It's you all the time, isn't it? No, not all the time. <laughs> oh my god. But most of I can't wait to fight you in my dream tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's that that's my dumbest dream because like none oh of the rest God. of them I remember or they're dumb because like they're an anxiety dream, yeah. you know, and it's nothing yeah. that you need to have anxiety about like the whole thing with like person I have a crush on like dating somebody like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Get into that another day, but well well, I guess not. You probably want to hear my dumbest dream. Well, of course. I was just about to ask before you decided to rudely butt in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just can't wait. Okay. Morgan. No, this is a, this is a tough one. This is a dark. Morgan. A dark and harrowing tale. I have, a, I have a real serious question for you. Lay it on me. What's your fucking dumbest dream? <laughs> baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> baby. Okay. Uh, well, okay, so when, when I moved to Washington, I was super young, I was a little kid, not a little kid, I was, I, I just graduated high school, and I had just come out to my family, and I was moving to a new state, and it was gonna be like a big new start for me, and 
um, I had had long hair my whole life and I had just come out and I was like, obviously I need a super butch haircut to like assert myself on this new town and let everyone know that I'm down to like pussy. And <laughs> getting real serious. That's what it was about. Yeah, you were. And, uh, so, and I just go to the first hairdresser I see, um, and it was in the mall and it was this fucking like million year old lady. And she had leathery tan skin, those like long, like spider nails. And she was like very, very on the down low, super homophobic. And I didn't really know how to ask for the haircut that I wanted, but it's, you know, the classic lesbo haircut. Yeah. You know, the undercut and the short top, but it's not too short and it looks very cool and edgy. And she gave me a full on Karen. Like, on the sides that I wanted short, she said she wasn't going to go shorter than two inches. So just picture how that fucking looked. Oh my god. It was a nightmare. It was a really, really bad haircut, and there was no sugarcoating it at all. And you remember, you remember the idea I had. Yeah. <laughs> it was rough. You guys used to fucking pass around at parties. Yeah, because it was so bad, it you guys. Really bad. It was so it bad. It was a really bad haircut, and I think... That lady I think, did I think you everyone, dirty. She did do me dirty. I think everyone's had that one haircut where you just physically having to picture it in my brain even now is like traumatizing. Dude, did I ever tell you about the lady who cut my bangs too short? Oh my god. So like I've got, you know, loosely curly-ish hair. Yeah. And um I was, you know, in my emo phase, so I was all about that pixie cut, but with bangs. You remember that look? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the big emo bang in the front. Like, yeah. Looking like Pete Wentz a little bit. It was the pre-Karen, really. Yeah. It was It was the ancestor of Karen before Karen adopted it. Um, and uh, so I went in to go get, like, a trim. And this lady, I mean, ultimately, once it grew out, it looked really cool. But, like, she literally cut a square around one of my eyes beautiful and cut my bangs like halfway up my forehead beautiful which meant i look. couldn't straighten them it was like the pre-hipster haircut too at the same time yeah so i couldn't straighten them and my hair was just fluffy great it was i thought you rocked that it was awesome awesome yeah it was great but yeah Everybody's had a bad haircut. If yep. you haven't had a bear, bad haircut, a bear haircut. Like seriously, like call me, <laughs> let me know. Like who <laughs> you does up. your fucking hair? Hook me the fuck up. Um. Anyway, back to your back to your horrible horrible oh haircut. It was bad haircut. So about for about a year, well, it took to grow this haircut out enough to not be ashamed of going out public. For about a year, I had a recurring nightmare. It wasn't one time. It was a recurring dream, and it happened eight to ten times and every time it would it would be me and every cow in the world had my haircut <laughs> every cow um story <laughs> and there wasn't any getting around it like it was very obviously the same hair that was off my head and the thing about the cows was that they would follow me around it was a big herd all the time wherever I went and it would be me and this fucking herd of cows, and we all have the same hair, and we're really serving a look. <laughs> god damn it. And we run into people all the time, and they're like, oh my god, you look so good, it's the new you, like, you've got a beautiful haircut, it really works for you. 
but check out those cows. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with them? They look fucking ridiculous. Oh my god. You look so good, and I would have to be like, I know it's my hair. Like, this is the whole point, is that these cows have my hair cut, and we both look stupid. <laughs> and I can't get rid of it. <laughs> be like, no, honey, you look so good. But, but those, these cows, though. <laughs> those cows really need to figure it out. <laughs> I had that dream so many times, it's like burnt into my psyche to the point where I'm never ever gonna cut my hair back ever again. Ever. I've got like three foot long hair, like it's just not gonna happen for me. And it's because of those fucking cows. Speaking of which, do you want to cut my hair? I'll cut your hair, yeah. Come over. Ooh, we're almost at Winucci Lake. Ooh. We've never been up this far. I wonder if this is where like Bigfoot fishes. Okay. Well. That was my dumbest stream. That was, that was beautiful. I love that story. That's my <laughs> second favorite story that you ever tell. We've got a little bit of time left. We do. Do you want me to tell you a quick little story about the Slutty Dream Spy of Madrid? Oh God, you know I love Slutty Dreams. I am literally like this I am bitch. Tina Belcher. Fucking you are. Slutty. You are. Slutty dreams are my jam. You're slutty just, dream central. I really am. My single ass just has them all the time. Okay, hit okay. me. Lucretia de Leon. Okay. Beautiful, gorgeous woman, soft eyes, like round hips, like a real, real banging broad. Um, That's hot. She, she lived in Madrid okay. in uh, like around 1587 during the Spanish Inquisition. And her whole life, she would have these steamy freaking sex dreams Ooh. about this hot, hot dude. And he would tell her state secrets and stuff that was going to happen in the future and stuff about the church. <laughs> and, you know, the Spanish Inquisition was a very politically rife time. Oh, yeah. You know, all through Europe. And um, the freaking crusades were going on and all this stuff was happening. And this woman had... Over 415 recorded dreams. Holy shit. Um, and most of them ended up coming true. Uh, she would have dreams about, like, the deaths of foreign leaders. Um, and she, she lived, uh, she was basically held captive by King Philip II, and, uh, because he was afraid of her. He, you know, she obviously had access to this valuable information, um, and he needed to control her, so... He basically held her captive oh and God. had a priest visit her every morning. And she would tell her dream to the priest, and he would write it down, and he would take it to a scribe. Oh my the God. scribe would write it down again and take it to King Philip so he could control that information. All this woman wanted was a normal fucking life. Yeah. But since she kept having these crazy prophetic dreams, which were also super hot and steamy and slutty, <laughs> and it was just her getting boned down by this amazing man. Yeah. And then he would take her on adventures and take her to... Venice, and they would they would look into a like political meeting, a diplomatic meeting, or something like that. And then she'd wake up and she'd have all this information. Wow. Um, and it turns out, years down the road, she meets this scribe that the priest has been taking her dreams to. Holy shit! So he can write them down. And this dude is the hot ass man that Lucretia de Leon has been fucking in her dreams what? for like years and years and years and years. Oh my god. Like how crazy is that? Oh my god. Did they bone down after? After they met? So her last dream was recorded in 18... 
90, I believe. Okay. And just like that, there's nothing else about her in history. Damn. No one knows if she went off and got married or if they killed her because it's the fucking Spanish Inquisition. No one knows. She just disappears. But Lucretia de Leon and her slutty, 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 sweaty, stanky dreams Holy played shit. a huge part in all the shit that was happening during the Spanish Inquisition. Holy I just shit. think that's crazy. Oh my um, god. If you want to read a little more about her, check out The Secret History of Dreaming. I didn't... I didn't look at who it's by. Again, I meant, I mean, I meant to. It's a super, super good book. We'll, we'll put the author in the, yeah, I'll put in it the, the notes. notes. Um, but it does... It gets really deep into, like, dude... Just the humanity's history of how important dreams have been historically. And, yeah. I mean, I could talk about Joan of Arc. I could talk about... We could talk about Nostradamus. Like... Any one of those things. I mean, it really, it really boggles my mind how, like, how Joan of Arc and how Nostradamus were sort of more or less taken seriously by some for what they were seeing in their dreams or, you know, in altered states of consciousness. Yeah, I mean, if I came out now and was just like, I had a dream that the world was going to end in eight months, like, no one would actually take me very seriously. No. The I world's got to end for people to Some of you should, and also subscribe to this podcast. Yes. With us, and go on these journeys, just in case the world ends. It's just, just you case. know, something but fun to do. It's a thought experiment, for sure, and oh, it's yeah. definitely, like, definitely made me take a look at, like... I'm going to turn around right here. Just where we're at, and, like, what we want to do with the next eight months of our lives, besides just survive. Right. You know, like, I have a lot of personal goals, but, like, bitch, let's go places. Let's start a podcast. Let's do let's something. have fun. Um, just in case. You know? And, you know, it's always my goal to tap more people into my collective consciousness. Tap so. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, always, it's always cool to, like, drop us emails. Yeah, please. If you have a crazy dream that you've had, a stupid dream, if you have an idea as to how the world might end... Yeah. If you, if you have any pet conspiracy theories, if you want to email us, tell us that you really think we suck and we should stop doing this. Go ahead, please. We we'd love to hear from literally a single person. Yeah, for real. Um, but honestly, if you send us a dream submission or send us something cool, we would love to read it on air. Um, I'd be really psyched about that. Oh yeah. Um, and I mean, also, if you send us hate mail, I would really like to do like a hate mail segment because I think hate <laughs> mail is funny. I'll send you hate mail. I know. We can send each other hate mail. I know. Yeah. All right, so that dumb email... <laughs> You're a dumb bitch. You're a dumb bitch. That email is dumbandrestlesspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we also have an Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Yep. At dumbandrestlesspodcast. Uh, and we'll probably make a Twitter sometime soon, too. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye out for us. By the time this gets released, you should be able to look forward to a couple more episodes, because we're releasing a couple at a time. So if you like this one, go ahead and click next. Stay with us for a little bit longer. Yeah, we usually just, you know, it's going to be aimless and it's going to be fun. We're going to talk about, oh my god, so much fun stuff. Oh my god, yeah, I'm no, really we're really excited. Talk about, oh my god, we're going to go to ghost towns. We're going to talk about aliens up in this bitch. Uh, I should at some point tell you and the world the story about the sea monster I saw. Oh, I love that story. The oceans of Alaska. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's that be may or may fun. not have been featured on our Oh, hey, yeah, it was featured on a, another podcast. It was on a listener episode on That's one of our mutually favorite podcasts. my fucking finest moment. 
Anyway, please hit us up. Yep. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Yes. Please, the best thing you could do. Uh, like us, follow us anywhere you're listening to this. Um, and again, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? I think that's it, man. I think we did it. I think we just pressed the gas pedal on our never-ending road trip to the end of the world. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, now it's yelling at me. Oh, it's probably recording the sound, too. All right, Uh-oh. bye. Bye. Bye.